Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. going to know you're you're doing it you're, t- you're taking the first steps and I, I think they were thinking in terms of a couple couple of weeks you know and so he begins to answer them and and, and he gives them and us prophecies concerning the destruction of the temple which was going to take place in 40 years but then also about the end of the age which still hasn't happened In today's message, Pastor Robert will share with you about the many prophecies throughout the Bible. These prophecies range from the birth of Jesus to the end of the earth. All of the prophecies of the Bible have come true, except for a few regarding the end times. We can watch and wait for them to come true. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 24 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. And so you've got all these things going on in their minds, I'm sure, but, but then just 40 years later, roughly seven years after it was finally completed, it happened just like Jesus said that it would. That little building, actually it was huge, was totally destroyed. Because of all the gold, the, the historian, you know, again, Josephus, I think it is talking about it, says, you know, they, they, it was melting, it was running. They, 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 they wanted all the gold. There was not one stone left upon another of the temple. You go there today, and part of the outside walls are still there. You know, there's part of that that's still in place, but not the temple, not the temple itself. But not only that, the nation was left desolate. The Jewish people were scattered all across the planet for the next 2,000 years until sometime in the 19th century, sometime in the 1800s, the Zionist movement began. But from 70 AD until the early to mid-1800s, there were Jewish people living in the land, but the nation didn't exist. And then people started drifting back, drifting back, drifting back. The language, Hebrew, even in Jesus' day, it wasn't spoken. It it had been displaced by Aramaic during the time of the Babylonian captivity. They they had kind of adopted Aramaic, and only only the scholars, so to speak, could read Hebrew. Nobody spoke Hebrew. 
until God began doing a work. And in May of 1948, the unthinkable happened. The nation of Israel was born again, fulfilling prophecy. But when the disciples of Jesus were trying to understand what he was talking about, you have to remember the temple was there, the nation was there. Even though they were governed by the Romans, you know, the nation of Israel was, you know, kind of intact. And, and so they started thinking quite naturally about his messianic kingdom. They didn't understand what he was saying. They thought they did. And that's important to remember. They thought they understood and that was part of the problem. It came with their preconceptions. They were so sure of what he was going to do that they completely missed what he actually intended to do until after the fact. They thought he was ready to gather an army. He's headed to Jerusalem. He's going to gather together an army. He's telling them he's going to destroy the temple. Well, I guess we're going to rebuild it, you know, because, I mean, it's, it looks like it's time. And, and so verse 3 tells us, Matthew chapter 24, Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? You see, apparently when they left that temple compound, they, they walked through the valley. They walked straight over to the Mount of Olives. Now, one of the beautiful things about actually going to Israel is that you, you see how, how all this fits together. It, it, it would be about like walking from here to the beach. It's not that far to walk over. Maybe a little further than that, but, but not, it's just not that far. You know, you, they, So they walked over to the Mount of Olives and and, and they, they, they came over to him in, in private because they decided to, to press him a little bit. You know, hey, can you give us some details? I mean, you say that this thing's going to be torn down. When? When? When is this going to happen? And, and, and what's going to be the sign? I mean, how are we going to know? And see, I can't prove this to you. But what I think, based on everything else, what I think was going on right then is that they're thinking to themselves, listen, how are we going to know when you're actually ready to attack? You know, it's time for us to pick up a sword and go to battle. How are we going to, what's going to be the sign? What, how are we going to know? Because they're thinking that the end of the age, the destruction of the temple and him setting up his worldwide messianic kingdom, and it's all going to happen at the same time. So how, how are we going to know you're, you're doing it? You're, you're taking the first steps. And I, I think they were thinking in terms of a couple, couple of weeks, you know. And so he begins to answer them, and, and, and he gives them and us prophecies concerning the destruction of the temple, which was going to take place in 40 years, but then also about the end of the age, which still hasn't happened. We're still waiting for that. And he weaves it together. It's kind of interwoven, so you have to think about what he says here. Matthew 24, verses 4 through 6, Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So see, they, they're thinking, 
It's time, right? I mean, we're, we're, you're getting ready to do this thing, so, so what's going to be the rallying cry? What's going to be the sign that, that we need to take action? And Jesus says, well, guys, not, not yet. Not yet. You're going to hear wars. You're going to hear rumors of wars. All, a whole bunch of stuff's going to happen. The, the end is not yet. And he goes on to warn us three times in chapter 24 don't be deceived. Do not be deceived. There are going to be all kinds of false messiahs, all kinds of false prophets. Why is he so worried about us being deceived? Listen, we're, we're going to go further. We're going to dig in even more deeply next week, okay? But listen to this. Paul wrote about it to the believers in Thessaloniki. In, in, in Thess 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 to 12, he's writing about the Antichrist. And he says, The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. Now listen, that part is incredibly important. They did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie. That they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. What he says right here, what, what Paul says to the believers at, at, at Thessalonica and, and us is, listen, you have to understand that the people who reject the truth, the people who, who you know, they, that because they love unrighteousness, they're rejecting the scriptures, they're rejecting the Bible. He says, God's going to send a strong delusion so that they believe the lie. What lie? Well, all these lying signs and wonders that he talks about. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus's life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at mainthingradio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. 
That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.